Part Two of The Gods of Pagana by Lord Edward J. M. D. Plunkett Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jason Mills. Part Two The Sayings of Slid, Whose Soul is by the Sea. Slid said, Let no man pray to Mana Yudsushai, for who shall trouble Mana with mortal woes, or irk him with the sorrows of all the houses of earth? nor let any sacrifice to Mana Yudsushai, for what glory shall he find in sacrifices or altars who hath made the gods themselves? Pray to the small gods, who are the gods of doing, but Mana is the god of having done, the god of having done, and of the resting. Pray to the small gods, and hope that they may hear thee. Yet what mercy should the small gods have, who themselves made death and pain, or shall they restrain their old hound time for thee? Slid is but a small god, yet Slid is Slid, it is written and hath been said. Pray thou therefore to Slid, and forget not Slid, and it may be that Slid will not forget to send thee death when most thou needest it. And the people of earth said, There is a melody upon the earth, as though ten thousand streams all sang together for their homes that they had forsaken in the hills. And Slid said, I am the lord of gliding waters, and of foaming waters, and of still. I am the lord of all the waters in the world, and all that long streams garner in the hills. But the soul of Slid is in the sea. Thither goes all that glides upon earth, and the end of all the rivers is the sea. And Slid said, The hand of Slid hath toyed with cataracts, and down the valleys have trod the feet of Slid and out of the lakes of the plains regard the eyes of Slid, but the soul of Slid is in the sea. Much homage hath Slid among the cities of men, and pleasant are the woodland paths, and the paths of the plains, and pleasant the high valleys where he danceth in the hills, but Slid would be fettered neither by banks nor boundaries, so the soul of Slid is in the sea. For there may Slid repose beneath the sun, and smile at the gods above him with all the smiles of Slid, and be a happier god than those who sway the worlds, whose work is life and death. There may he sit and smile, or creep among the ships, or mourn and sigh round islands in his great content, the miser-lord of wealth in gems and pearls beyond the telling of all fables. Or there may he, when Slid would fain exult, throw up his great arms, or toss with many a fathom of wandering hair the mighty head of Slid, or cry aloud tumultuous dirges of shipwreck, and feel through all his being the crashing might of Slid, and sway the sea. Then doth the sea, like venturous legions on the eve of war that exult to acclaim their chief, gather its force together from under all the winds, and roar and follow and sing and crash together to vanquish all things, and all at the bidding of Slid, whose soul is in the sea. There is ease in the soul of Slid, and there be calms upon the sea. Also there be storms upon the sea, and troubles in the soul of Slid, for the gods have many moods. And Slid is in many places, for he sitteth in high Pagana. Also along the valleys walketh Slid, wherever water moveth or lieth still. But the voice and the cry of Slid are from the sea. And to whoever that cry hath ever come, he must needs follow and follow, leaving all stable things, only to be always with Slid, in all the moods of Slid, to find no rest until he reaches the sea. With the cry of Slid before them, and the hills of their home behind have gone a hundred thousand to the sea, 
over whose bones doth slid lament with the voice of a god lamenting for his people. Even the streams from the inner lands have heard Slid's far-off cry, and altogether have forsaken lawns and trees to follow where Slid is gathering up his own, to rejoice where Slid rejoices, singing the chaunt of Slid, even as will at the last gather all the lives of the people about the feet of Mana Yutsushai. The Deeds of Mung, Lord of All Deaths Between Pagana and the Rim Once, as Mung went his way athwart the earth, and up and down its cities and across its plains, Mung came upon a man who was afraid when Mung said, I am Mung. And Mung said, Were the forty million years before thy coming intolerable to thee? And Mung said, Not less tolerable to thee shall be the forty million years to come. Then Mung made against him the sign of Mung, and the life of the man was fettered no longer with hands and feet. At the end of the flight of the arrow there is Mung, and in the houses and the cities of men, Mung walketh in all places at all times, but mostly he loves to walk in the dark and still, along the river mists when the wind hath sank, a little before night meeteth with the morning upon the highway between Pagana and the worlds. Sometimes Mung entereth the poor man's cottage, Mung also boweth very low before the king, then do the lives of the poor man and of the king go forth among the worlds. And Mung said, Many turnings hath the road that Kib hath given every man to tread upon the earth, Behind one of these turnings sitteth Mung. One day, as a man trod upon the road that Kib had given him to tread, he came suddenly upon Mung. And when Mung said, I am Mung, the man cried out, Alas, that I took this road, for had I gone by any other way, then had I not met with Mung. And Mung said, Had it been possible for thee to go by any other way, then had the scheme of things been otherwise, and the gods had been other gods. When Mana Yutsushai forgets to rest, and makes again new gods, it may be that they will send thee again into the worlds, and then thou mayest choose some other way, and not meet with Mung. Then Mung made the sign of Mung, and the life of that man went forth with yesterday's regrets, and all old sorrows and forgotten things, whither Mung knoweth. And Mung went onward with his work to sunder life from flesh, and Mung came upon a man who became stricken with sorrow when he saw the shadow of Mung. But Mung said, When at the sign of Mung thy life shall float away, there will also disappear thy sorrow at forsaking it. But the man cried out, O Mung, tarry for a little, and make not the sign of Mung against me now, for I have a family upon the earth with whom sorrow will remain, though mine should disappear because of the sign of Mung. And Mung said, With the gods it is always now. And before Sish hath banished many of the years, the sorrows of thy family for thee shall go the way of thine. And the man beheld Mung making the sign of Mung before his eyes, which beheld things no more. The Chaunt of the Priests This is the chaunt of the priests, the chaunt of the priests of Mung. This is the chaunt of the priests. All day long to Mung cry out the priests of Mung, and yet Mung hearkeneth not. What then shall avail the prayers of all the people? Rather bring gifts to the priests, gifts to the priests of Mung. So shall they cry louder unto Mung than ever was their wont. And it may be that Mung shall hear. Not any longer then shall fall the shadow of Mung athwart the hopes of the people. Not any longer then shall the tread of Mung darken the dreams of the people. Not any longer shall the lives of the people be loosened because of Mung. 
Bring ye gifts to the priests, gifts to the priests of Mung. This is the chaunt of the priests, the chaunt of the priests of Mung. This is the chaunt of the priests. The sayings of Limpang Tung, the god of mirth and of melodious minstrels. And Limpang Tung said, The ways of the gods are strange. The flower groweth up, and the flower fadeth away. This may be very clever of the gods. Man groweth from his infancy, and in a while he dieth. This may be very clever too. But the gods play with a strange scheme. I will send jests into the world, and a little mirth. And while death seems to thee as far away as the purple rim of hills, or sorrow as far off as rain in the blue days of summer, then pray to Limpang Tung. But when thou growest old, or ere thou diest, pray not of Limpang Tung, for thou becomest part of a scheme that he doth not understand. Go out into the starry night, and Limpang Tung will dance with thee, who danced since the gods were young, the god of mirth and of melodious minstrels. Or offer up a jest to Limpang Tung. Only pray not in thy sorrow to Limpang Tung, for he saith of sorrow, It may be very clever of the gods, but he doth not understand. And Limpang Tung said, I am lesser than the gods. Pray therefore to the small gods, and not to Limpang Tung. Nevertheless, between Pagana and the earth flutter ten thousand thousand prayers that beat their wings against the face of death, and never for one of them hath the hand of the striker been stayed, nor yet have tarried the feet of the relentless one. Utter thy prayer. It may accomplish where failed ten thousand thousand. Limpang Tung is lesser than the gods, and doth not understand. And Limpang Tung said, Lest men grow weary down on the great worlds, through gazing always at a changeless sky, I will paint my pictures in the sky, and I will paint them twice in every day, for so long as days shall be. Once as the day ariseth out of the homes of dawn will I paint the blue, that men may see and rejoice, and ere day falleth under into the night will I paint upon the blue again, lest men be sad. It is a little, said Limpang Tung, it is a little even for a god to give some pleasure to men upon the worlds. And Limpang Tung hath sworn that the pictures that he paints shall never be the same for so long as the days shall be, and this he hath sworn by the oath of the gods of Pagana, that the gods may never break laying his hand upon the shoulder of each of the gods, and swearing by the light behind their eyes. Limpang Tung hath lured a melody out of the stream, and stolen its anthem from the forest. For him the wind hath cried in lonely places, and the ocean sung its dirges. There is music for Limpang Tung in the sounds of the moving of grass, and in the voices of the people that lament, or in the cry of them that rejoice. In an inner mountain land, where none hath come, he hath carved his organ-pipes out of the mountains, and there, when the winds, his servants, come in from all the world, he maketh the melody of Limpang Tung. But the song, arising at night, goeth forth like a river, winding through all the world, and here and there amid the peoples of earth one heareth, and straightway all that hath voice to sing crieth aloud in music to his soul. Or sometimes, walking through the dusk with steps unheard by men, in a form unseen by the people, Limpang Tung goeth abroad, and, standing behind the minstrels in cities of song, waveth his hands above them to and fro, and the minstrels bend to their work, and the voice of the music ariseth, and mirth and melody abound in that city of song, and no one seeth Limpang Tung, as he standeth behind the minstrels. But through the mists towards morning, 
in the dark when the minstrels sleep and mirth and melody have sunk to rest limpang tung goeth back again to his mountain land end of part two